This is Blank on Blank, distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, PRX.org. I'm David Gerlach. The actress Betty Davis was never afraid to speak her mind. The remarkable thing is she did this in an era when outspoken women were not the norm in Hollywood or popular culture for that matter. So we were excited to come across an interview she did in 1963 that hadn't been heard for decades. Davis was in her mid-50s, on the tail end of a legendary movie career, and as we had hoped, she still had something to say. It's timeless. Here's Betty Davis. There's always that old excuse here, this is not the time to do a picture like that, you know. The public doesn't want it now. Well, I don't think the public knows what they want until they see it. You know, I really, really think it's exactly like saying to your child, what would you like for dinner? You don't know until they see it. The public can't say what they want to see. It's up to us to decide and hope to God they like it, you know. Betty Davis was speaking to legendary showbiz reporter Shirley Eater. We believe the interview took place at Betty Davis's home in Los Angeles. Now back to the tape. You have courage of your convictions. You have courage to say what you want to say. I never said anything that was unprintable. I never said anything just for the sake of being, you know, startling. They were always just opinions about things that one encountered as one went through life, you know. I was always terribly outspoken and just always said what I thought in as much as I knew about it, you know. They say that in Hollywood one can't do that, but I think honesty counts in Hollywood just as much as it does anywhere else. I think it's just too much trouble to be dishonest and keep up with yourself, you know. (laughs) The simpler road to just say what you think. Then you haven't got to always check as to what you said to one person, what you said to another. I think this would be exhausting, actually. One can be respected for the truth in Hollywood just as much as anywhere else, you know, or else I wouldn't have had a career. Do you feel that being, uh, let's forget modesty and let's be honest, do you feel that having a, a certain amount in, of intelligence as you do is sometimes a hindrance in your field? As a female, I think it's a terrible hindrance in business. You know, I think it's a terrible hindrance for any female to have a lot of intelligence in private life, but I think in business sometimes it's even worse. I think there's deep resentment, no question about it, from the male side of the business. We all work for men, you know, they're, they're the people in charge, and uh, I think they find women easier who haven't uh, the ability to think for themselves and stand up for themselves. One, one can make more enemies as a female with a brain, I think, no question about that, <laughs> among the opposite sex. But I don't think in business it matters whether you're a man or a woman, if you can do your job and, and uh, have a brain. Well, Betty Davis, when you come home from a studio after having to fight in a, in a man's world, was it difficult to come home and then really be a woman, you know? No, because I, whether it was difficult or not, I worked very hard at it. And I think I worked much too hard at it, you know, because I went way overboard the other way of proving I was definitely just a female and trying to divide up the two. And of course, it should never be attempted because it cannot be done. It's impossible. It's too much work. It's uh, ridiculous, you know, but I must have to try because I believe one should be a woman at home, you know. And uh, actually, I think business women are, are better women at home, if you want to know the truth, because you do understand what goes into a day's work out in the world. It's a very nerve-wracking affair. And that's what life boils down to in the long run anyway. That's all marriage is, is a great, great, wonderful communion of interest and a friendship. 
They don't seem to want it to be that simple. I don't know. <laughs> I think men have got to change an awful lot. I think somehow they still prefer the little woman. They're just staying way, way behind. And so as a result, I think millions of women are very happy to be by themselves. They're so bored with the whole business of, you know, trying to be the little woman. When the no such thing really exists anymore. It just simply doesn't. The world's gone way beyond it, you know. And the real female should be partly male, and the real male should be partly female anyway. So if you ever run into that in either sex, you've run into something very, very fine, I think. We'll have to start a whole new sex. Well, there is a new sex starting, I think. There's neither man nor woman. It's a very independent male creature that lives alone. And a lot of independent females who live alone. It's all very sad. But it's much easier for both sexes to do it this way nowadays. And I often have said, you know, if men find out how to give birth to children, they'll never propose again. You know, it's really the way the world is going. No question about it. <laughs> There's no writing for women anymore. This is the truth. There's none. And women have always been the glamour part of the industry. I don't understand that. Yeah, women are the essential part of the theater. But the writers are not writing about women. I think they're too perplexed about the whole female situation, probably. The world's all full of thoughts about wars and space and tragedies to the world. That's what writers are thinking about, because that's what the world is thinking about. And it's, it's very sad, because then that's when we could use entertainment like mad to forget all this. But there seems to be no subject that they write about. Betty Davis died of breast cancer in 1989. Her final film came out that very same year. Watch the animated version of this episode on our website, blankonblank.org. It's our series with PBS Digital Studios. I would like to thank Tony and John Slotkin. Their mother, Shirley Eater, interviewed the legends of Hollywood from the 1950s through the 80s. She was a one-woman radio and print powerhouse. Amy Drozdowska produced this episode with me. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. And drop us a note if there's an icon that you want to hear in our series or tell us if you recorded an interview that we can help bring to life. Send an email to interviews at blankonblank.org. All right, that's all for now. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening. Betty Davis, I think you're very kind to let me come no, up here. Seeing, no, it really is a pleasure being and talking with you. I don't often get this kind of, of joy from an interview, and thank you well, very I'll much. Thank you, Shirley. My birch trees now. Good. And this is Shirley Eda okay. thanking Betty Davis, wishing her well, and returning us to Radio Central. <laughs>